Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Metal Shop here, and I have a band in studio called Vanishment. I've been playing their song uh, Force Compliance here on Metal Shop and Loud and Local. Uh, they just released No More Torture, uh, self-released, I believe, uh, by Vanishment. And uh, before we go into anything, questions about the band and everything, introduce yourself. Tell us what you do in Vanishment. Jeremy McAllister. I play guitar. Chris Wozniak, drums. Brian Johnson, guitar. Uh, Rob Ropkins, vocals. Nate Baker, bass. Right on. Okay, so uh, the origin story in, in the words of Marvel. What's uh, what's the origin story of Vanishment, guys? Is this a, was this a COVID project? Did you guys start before the pandemic? You know, <laughs> a yeah, little was, bit before. Yeah, a little, a little bit, bit before. Okay, you know, and then we were just so like we have some shared history of past bands. Um, Which uh, bands? Uh, Hell Promise. Me and Nate yes. played together. Um, yep. Saw you guys with Himsa back in the day. I mm -hmm. we had a band pinned red uh, for yeah, a while. That's right. Yeah. So Rob and Chris tied in, so um, yeah. yeah I, we had some member changes when we were with Pen Red, and it just felt when Jeremy got back in the in the mix that it just was different, and so we just decided to okay, hey, blow it up and start over and come up with a new name, and and uh, yeah, it just sounded different enough, and it's been great ever since. Right on. Kept us sane during COVID too. Yes. Yeah. And we recorded the whole record over that that whole you know period of time, so it it did. It really helped us kind of focus in and um, you know when you had music in your life for so yep. long, <laughs> and then all of a sudden everything stops. It was really hard. I can't remember not playing a show for so long. That so, recording you know. really kept our sanity through the whole thing. Totally. I think. <laughs> and for what it's worth. Chris Wozniak over here 
was the man behind the board. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that definitely kept me busy at home during COVID, mixing down the album. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it was a fun thing to work on and kept me out of trouble, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So, how did you guys kind of function the pandemic? Did you guys, you know, did you guys like kind of, you know, have your own little bubble as the band? Did you guys do any yeah. remote recording? How'd you guys do it? When we first started, we did do the whole social distance thing sure. for a while, but... Masked up at what practice. Was it, what made us uh, kind of just say, screw it? What was it? Was going crazy. Going crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watched every goddamn Netflix show that there was. Yeah. <laughs> we got tired of it. I think also, you know, for a while, we were even doing, like, Zoom meetings. Sure. Right? It was, it was very, very like beginning. When it was really yeah. locked down. Everyone yeah. was, yeah. yeah. The vaccine, so, I think, helped when, yeah. when we got that first show. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's do it, boys. Yeah. Back. Yeah, totally. we playing with masks yeah. and then, you know, yeah. paranoid that someone was getting sick or not. And yeah. Yeah. Whatever. We fought through it. Let's just acknowledge the fact that how cool it is to be in the same room together doing an interview. Oh, I, man, yeah. I did the yeah. Zoom interviews, and it was cool. It was a product of the time, and it was a... It was a uh, skill in and of itself to like hoard people, you know, and kind of like wrangle things and then try and like everyone had lag, you know, it's like, oh, and you didn't know who was going to talk next. But it's nice to have an in-person interview, man. It's it's something that's very special. And, um, you know, during the last couple of weeks, all the Facebook memories pop up. Yeah. You know, oh, three yeah, years yeah. ago, yeah. Capitol Hill being a ghost town, you <laughs> yeah, know, sure, right? but we've yeah. all endured yeah. and it's awesome to be uh, on the other side of it. Knock on wood, and you guys have a new <laughs> album, you know, as as a as a product of that. So, right. did you guys record this yourselves? We did. Yeah. Nice, yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We got together and we did drum tracks at our practice place. Where is that? Uh, we, the substation. Yes. Uh, in, in Ballard. Cool. And so we we did that there, and then um, tracks, and we just worked on it from home. Yeah. And so a lot of that stuff that's on there. You know, Jeremy and I would just start doing stuff, and Chris would put it together, and it would be sometimes just a big surprise. We're like, "Oh, that worked out pretty well," because we did not collaborate on that at all. Yeah, you know, but it, it just sounded pretty cool. So, um, and then the vocals and, and bass were all done back at the practice place. But man, it really kept us sane through the whole thing. So it was pretty cool. And, and you know, thinking about the pandemic too, I remember the first back to I think it was it was Testament. Death Angel yeah. and Exodus. Yeah, man. I saw you there. Yep. The uh, the Bay Area Thrash Revival, oh, dude. And I was, didn't know what to expect. Yeah. You know? I was thinking, well, there's nobody here. And it was like packed. And I was like, oh, metal's back. And people yep. were just loving it, man. I yeah. Was, it made me so happy. <laughs> Best shows I've seen in a long time, you know. So I went from not seeing uh, a single show for like a year and a half. And my first show back was a sold out Black Dahlia murder show at El Corazon. So you go from nothing, 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 yeah. nothing, sold out El Corazon yeah, show. Yeah, totally, yeah. And I was like, yeah. if I'm going to get COVID, it's going to be tonight. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that was a way to get me back in. But um, so how have you guys, um, how, how have you guys been enjoying playing around lately? Uh, you guys have been playing some gigs? That's been great. What, what are some yeah. of your favorite places to play? Uh, Showbox uh, Market. No, I'm just kidding. Crocodile. Special guests. Uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. We, we I mean, we play a lot of the smaller places, but um, I like the venue up in Billingham. That's pretty cool. The Shakedown. The Shakedown. Yeah, Shakedown's dude. A Shakedown's a great, great. venue. Substation's yeah, sure. cool. Substation's yep. Yep. Substation's great. You guys don't have to travel far from the from practice space to, no. to the stage. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes it easy. the best. That's yeah. the best, right? El Corazon, obviously. Yeah. yeah. 
Like yeah. some like Daryl's if we're playing like a like a dive bar like Daryl's. Is- Daryl's is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Sunset we played there a while ago and that place was amazing. Like I, we Did hadn't you? played yeah. there yeah. since. Yeah, I want to play there again. The Sunset that was it, really fun. It was awesome yeah. being there. Yeah. yeah. So right on, right on. So uh, are you guys? Uh, a Seattle band? Do you guys consider yourselves a Seattle band? Do you guys all live in city limits of Seattle, or are you guys? Where are you guys? Nope. We no? call ourselves a Seattle <laughs> band, actually, but two but us, half two of us, us do. right? Yeah, yeah. The other half are Snowho. Everett, I live Snow-ho. in Everett. <laughs> yeah, so we. I think you know Snowho Thrashcore. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah we. Hell yeah, I'll go with Seattle. that. That's good. Half of us live there, and we play all our shows in Seattle. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you guys got to move. No, Back in the- oh, no man. you come up to us. <laughs> All right, let's go around the room. What was the first metal album that made an impact on you as a kid? Oh, dude. dude. Wow. Um, um, for me, uh, Iron Maiden, yeah, uh, Number of the Beast, that, that rocked my world because of the art. Mm. You know, it, back then we would pick albums by the artwork yes back when there were albums yes yes. right so that was huge for me and i loved them so (laughs) absolutely i I think mine was uh if anybody knows me you guys probably probably guessed this but it was too fast for love yeah it was motley nice that record was like it was raw it was killer and i remember i was living in california just a kid what part uh i was in sacramento okay yeah and just hearing Too Fast for Love, and it was just it was just awesome. Live Wire, and yeah, it was a great record. So, yes. Still one of my favorites. Nice, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think for me, it was Black Sabbath Paranoid. Cool. I grew up on a lot of classic rock, and that yep. was kind of like my gateway into like metal. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was all um, yeah, it was all downhill from there. Are you from the Northwest? <laughs> I'm from Chicago originally. Okay. When did you move to the Northwest? Oh, I've been here for seven years now. Okay, nice. Right yeah. on, right on, oh, yeah. man. Anyone else who wants to jump in? First metal album or band? Uh, this is Jeremy, and I would have to say Metallica's Ride the Lightning. Nice. My neighbor, my Hesher neighbor had it, and I skateboard to it all the time as a kid, and I just loved it. All right, new, <laughs> new Metallica album's coming out. What do you it, think? You think you're going to uh, like it? I liked oh. the last song that just came out, the 72 Seasons. Yeah. And the first song. And the first song. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, one thing I will say is, like, you know, there are some older cats, and they've been around a long time, but I... I'm still surprised that Hetfield's vocals are actually better now than yeah. they have been for a long time. They sound pretty good on that stuff, so I'm looking forward to that. But uh, I'll have to see. I mean, I didn't, like, when I first heard the first couple songs off uh, Hardwired, Self-Destruct or whatever, I was like, meh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the songs that came out on the album, there's a couple in there that are bangers that I liked. Spit that, Out the Bone. That's yeah, a that was yep. song yeah. of the album's killer. So <laughs> yeah. maybe they got a trick up their sleeve and they got something sick on the record. That's just kind of a little hidden gem. I'm looking forward to it. So. I mean, at this point, the fact they can come out with even, an album. Yeah, right? It's pretty cool, man. They're just still producing. And, and usually there's a couple of songs where they're awesome. So, yeah. You know, let's go. Um, well, well, I mean, they just announced that they bought a vinyl pressing plant to, yes. to yeah. release all. Right? <laughs> that's Isn't that cool? Yeah, like, that's they had so all that cool. backup for vinyl during the pandemic and stuff, and so Metallica just said, okay, well, we'll make our own. I so. mean, that, the, you know, the demand for Lulu on vinyl is so huge. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I am the table. Gotta, I am the table. They got to build their yeah. own infrastructure. Take care of it. Between that and St. Anger, I don't know what they're going to do. I know, right? <laughs> How about you, man? Uh, I think for me, it's probably more rock and roll, the appetite for destruction. Yeah. yeah. Duff McKagan, like as a bass player, he's like one of my favorites and yeah. that's 
one of my favorite. Like that was like junior high. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Do you guys see the announcement for that Power Trip Festival? Yeah. Yes. What is it? ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Tool, and... Oh, yeah, there was another one. It's like all the biggest like Ozzy, bands. It's like, like Ozzy's on there. So, yeah, let's see. It's Ozzy Osbourne, ACDC, Metallica, Tool. Iron Maiden, Iron Tool. Maiden. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Tool. There's yeah, more, though. there's sick guns. I don't know. Anyways, there's tons. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, I think that they like they blew all of the um, the money on all of the headliners. They couldn't afford like an undercard, so they're like, okay. <laughs> and they realized that nobody really those, those are the bands yeah. people want to see. Show so. gonna be at? It's uh, in Indio, California, where they have um, oh, a Coachella, right. Coachella, and it's put on by uh, mm-hmm. by Golden Voice, who does Coachella. So. When I saw when all those names on one. <laughs> Ticket and was glamping. like I didn't I thought it was a joke. When I, I thought it was going to be Power Trip coming back to play a festival. I know, right? <laughs> that would be killer, by the way. Right? I love that band. Yeah. Um, now, Kevin. Yes. Okay, because I did this last time when you interviewed with us. Yes. You asked the question, but I asked you the question. What's yours? First metal band that I fell in love with. It was Iron Maiden. Um, actually, you know that's that's. Kind of a lie. Uh, it was. Right, it was Metallica. Yeah. Uh, Iron Maiden was the first one that I would consider like actually bought like a CD and like really fell in love with it. But as far as like hearing on the radio was Metallica. I mean, it was you know I'm I'm young enough that you know my first metal song that I heard was was uh, you know Enter Sandman. You know yeah. probably on KISW. Yeah. Probably seeing it on MTV. You know and and you know it wasn't the most metal of their stuff. But that was you know you have to have a gateway. Absolutely. The and I, album, killer man. Yeah. yeah. That's a good record. Yeah. Yeah. That builds bangs are pretty metal. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jason Newstead's Undercut, you know, he had the, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. now you're talking. Absolutely. So probably, yeah, probably that was, the Black Album was probably my first thing. And then um, Iron Maiden, I got a CD of theirs. And then Dio, got really into Dio for a while. So kind of like the old school stuff. And then mm-hmm. it's really into punk. And then, um, you know, kind of more of the, I got like some like compilation CDs and then got into like some like hardcore like uh I, like Hatebreed got really into Hatebreed, you know, Love some it. some of that more of that kind of stuff and then uh you know, all over the place, so. But this isn't about me. This is about Vanishing. Oh, well, come on now. <laughs> so you guys put uh, your your album out on not only on compact disc but also on cassette tape. <laughs> sure did. Yeah, cutting edge, bro. <laughs> yes, exactly. You guys still collect? Do you guys have your old tape collections? Anyone here still have their tape collection? I have some. I have there. most of it. Yes. That's awesome. And, CDs. Yeah. and I've bought quite a few new cassettes too. Really? So the collection is growing. Awesome. Yeah, I have a vintage AV room, so I have a you know record player, cassette player, and I got a VHS player and a bunch of old Betamax. What's that? Do you have a Betamax? No, I don't have that. Okay. Because <laughs> I didn't have any of that before. So. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Laserdisc? Uh, a bunch of old console games. Too. Nice, dude. Yeah. Is that like the dead format room? Yeah. <laughs> it's coming back. Come on. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> sits in there with a glass of red wine. It's, it's got like two inch tape. Real to real. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, does anyone else here, uh, what's your favorite format? CD, vinyl, cassette? What do you guys? I always thought, I like, I like CD, vinyl. man, because I'm yeah. from I still the like, late 80s yep. and 90s. So for me, like CD, like I never saw what was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Sounded good. Album yeah. artwork was a little bit bigger than the tape. Maybe not yeah. as big as an LP. You, know, you could play it in the car. You could play yeah. in the car. It sounded good. It still sounds good. Absolutely. You know, 
Sounds on, better than streaming. On streaming this record, the... I mean, we've sold stuff, and I've been shipping it to Brazil, Japan, Austria. Like, we've been shipping it all over the place. And I think it's just because people like to hold stuff, man. They want to be able to, like, hold it and look at it and, and open I mean, that's what I did when yep. I was a kid, man. I, I'd wait in line to buy a record, and then you'd open it up. And uh, usually what I'd go to is the thank you list. I'd yep. be like, who do they think? What other yep. bands? Oh, cool, I have to check those bands out. But... It meant something, you know. You could read the lyrics and you could look at the artwork. It was a, a complete package. That is um, one. Just, the streaming thing's cool, but you just kind of lose that a little bit, you know. So. Metal fans will always buy physical media, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's totally. you know, if see if there's one genre of music that'll keep the compact disc, the record alive, it is metal because yeah, they yeah. want the big artwork <laughs> and they want the tan- they want the lyrics and they want to support the band. So, yep. uh, I got another question. Look at me here. Okay, let's yeah. go. Let's see. Let's see what we come up with here because okay. th- there's a big conversation going whether you release singles or records. Mm-hmm. And and I'll just say my vote is I love records, man. I love yeah. when a band puts out a full, complete record from beginning to end because it's a journey. And I know there's a lot of people, even in metal, that think just putting out singles is a better way to go. So I ask, I I I say, what's the what what's the yeah? I mean, full say? album all the way. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. uh, like you said, it's a journey. You know, when I listen to a band that I like, I listen to the entire album. I don't, you know skip to something else sure that's i like the whole album so even if there's turd tracks there might be a, i might i might skip that one <laughs> i mean w- w- let's let's face i mean if you're a pop artist a hip-hop artist and you want to and this is going to sound so cheesy but if you want to quote unquote gain traction with your content on tiktok <laughs> then of course you'll just release singles and you'll just yeah. you know release them you know, time by time, the single, the single, and you'll go viral with your singles. But if you know you're, you know, most metal bands, most hardcore, most punk bands, they're not, they're not going to rely on those kind of analytics on your social medias. They're yeah. going to rely on you know their live show and the the you know the killer product that they put out, their artwork, their their album. So I think albums for you know a band like yours, but like for singles or for. You know the pop world mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. guys, maybe we should get a Tic Tac account. Yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> start pushing out them singles. Yeah, put it up on the YouTube's. Yeah, on the YouTube. A series of tubes. Yeah, I like it's it. Gonna be killer. Well, let's go into a song, guys. Uh, we're gonna go into a song. Dismiss the warning from No More Torture. Anyone want to introduce this one, guys? No, go for it, man. Tell them what's about. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you rather just let the music speak for itself. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's no, do it. I will say something. Okay, let's go. This song's my favorite song of ours, and it's good. Thank you. <laughs> All right. It's Vanishment here on Metal Shop.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That was Dismiss the Warning by Vanishment off No More Torture. You can pick it up now on vi- or, sorry, on Compact Disc on tape. You guys going to put it out on vinyl? You, Vinyl's you, coming soon. Vinyl's coming yeah. soon. As soon as everyone buys all the rest of the tapes and CDs, then we'll make vinyl. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, during, um, you know, the in support of the record, are you guys going to plan on, uh, you know, going out of the city at all? Are you guys going to be playing out of uh, town? Are you guys got any plans for the summer? Uh, not not necessarily, but but we're definitely open to it. Um, okay. You know, getting getting down to the West Coast would be good. We have some contacts down there, but just nothing's been put in place yet. Um, sure. You know, I think right now, I mean, you know, everybody's pretty busy with life in general. Mm-hmm. The band is taking, you know, a lot of time up, which is great uh, that we're getting a good push and and getting some good press on the record. But uh, I, I mean, I think for me personally, if we could do a a little weekend, long weekend here or there, get down to the West Coast, that would be great. I mean, any big touring, I, I don't think really fits our our life sure. currently right now. I mean, we're all uh, you know got families and things like that and full time jobs and stuff, but. Uh, um, but opportunities come up, man. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely entertain them for sure. So uh, you you mentioned you all have family and whatnot. What do the kids think of Dad's weird metal band? <laughs> My kid loves it. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's Every awesome. Time I turn it on, he's headbanging. Just think it's crazy, and they like have no clue because they just think of me as some boring schlubby dad. Yeah. <laughs> and then they like saw me for the first time a few week we well, a while ago, a few months ago, we played with Warbringer at the El Corazon. Yeah. It was all ages, and they came. And they had never seen me play once, as and you know, and then they saw it and they were like, "Holy shit, what? That's my dad! Like that's so crazy." They thought it was pretty funny, yeah. and, that now, is and now they're they're like, they think it's sort of cool, kind of nerdy, yeah. and they'll make fun of me for it. But you're still dad, good natured, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they yeah they think it's funny. I think my kids usually every time they see anything live, they 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 go, "Does your neck hurt?" Does it? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't see. It's a good question. It, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, during the pandemic, there were a series of crappy days. There still are. Mm-hmm. So if you're having a crappy day, what's an album you can reach for 
that is, uh, you know, an old standby. Mm. I've got one that, yeah. Uh, I like my, I think one of my top three albums of all time, metal albums, is uh, I go back to it, like, all the time. Like, is Death Symbolic? I can listen to that album all the time, and for some reason it just takes me to a different place, and I can, like, if I'm having a day, and go walk the dog and just listen to it, and then come back and feel good, which is funny, because the album is, you know, it's not like some feel um pop album. But it makes you feel good. Oh, I love it, man. I just, it's it's killer. It's like top to bottom, it's a, one of the best metal albums ever made, and I every time I listen to it, it just gets me jazzed. That's, That's awesome. I always go for it. Gonna have to go with Megadeth, Rust in Peace. Yes, you know. Just, you I want to see them in Everett. Yes, it's been our backyard. We, I feel, gotta like, go obligated. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, for sure, man. That's awesome. Uh, I guess I'd have to say uh, Slayer, Seasons in the Abyss. Nice. That's dude. one of my favorite records of all time. Uh, Rust in Peace. Is that your favorite Slayer? You know, I think it is, man. Yeah. And I know that sounds crazy because yeah, you got crazy. Rain and Blood, but Seasons, man, uh, it's just... We've it's had just many a, discussions about this. It's a great record, man. It's great. But not, and but the records before that are killer, too. But but I will say Rust in Peace, man. That's one of my top five oh, yeah. favorite yeah. thrash records of all time. I went to a... You guys mentioned Bellingham uh, playing a show up there. I went to uh, Bellingham. I used to go to college up there. So I went back to visit. went to an antique store, and I found an old, humongous Rust in Peace promo poster oh, for when it was just released oh, for 20 bucks. Humongous. Oh, it's the size of a freaking door. It's humongous. Oh, Can't awesome. even find a place in my house that it would fit, <laughs> yeah. but it's just like I yeah. had to get it. Dude. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. available yeah. soon. That's Which amazing. Yeah. If you can't yeah. find awesome. a place for it, let us know. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> for your practice. Put it in our practice exactly. Maker. How about you, man? Boy, yeah, I mean, the pick's already like Rust in Peace for me, you know, but uh, I'm so all over the place. I think the one album that always makes me feel really good when mm -hmm. I hear it is um, uh, Merciful Fate, Melissa. Yeah. God, the riffs on that album are so mm -hmm. good, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's my album. This one's Can you do a King Diamond voice? No, oh, yeah. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe Pantera. Yeah. Like yeah. Volker Display. Like, mm. it, it like, takes me yeah. back to high school and like... Yeah. I played baseball in high school. Yep. That was like our, that was like our, every trip we went on. It was like always <laughs> Pantera. Just nice. Turn it ten. Crank it. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll. New level there, Baker. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's thoughts on the reunion. Hmm. Uh, See, that's uh, where that's where everyone goes. Yeah. Sorry, I got I got a hot take on it. Yeah. I think it's. I'm, I'm split. Right. Like I understand logistically and like. <laughs> For Phil and Rex, like, yeah, sure, it makes sense, right? Like, the guys we brought on tour, they are super homies with the Abbott brothers, right? Like, it's not they just brought some young kids in that were just going to, you know, fill in the shoes or whatever. It's like, no, Diamond Vinny were super good friends with those guys mm -hmm. for a long time. That's cool. And they're honoring them. At the same time, Pantera was the Abbott brothers' band. Yep. And those other guys... Even before Phil. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's hard. Like, to me, in the 90s, I, Pantera was probably the band I saw the most live just because they always played and they were killer. Yeah. And I would go see them all the time and I was always gravitated towards, you know, Dimebag and Vinny. It's like, I thought they were the cool guys, you know? Totally. And um, so part of me is like, mm, kind of butthurt about it. But mm. I didn't want to do it. But now I'm like, 
I get it. It makes sense. Like if two of you guys died, I would just find people who got ears. <laughs> 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 find Charlie Benante and Zach Wilde. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just, you know. It'd, be, it'd be cool. It'd be good time, I, brothers. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've listened to it, and I was, you know, like when they, I think they were North America's where they first started playing, and I was watching those videos, and I was like, man, this sounds pretty good. I mean, of course couple, it does, yeah. There was a couple of things with Zach. I was just like, mm, that's not exactly how Dime played it, but whatever. But I will tell you this. Charlie Benante played things perfectly, I, in my opinion. I was like, dang. And I was reading articles by him. He actually said he set his drums up similar to the way Vinny would play it. Wow. Just to just – to, he wanted to make sure that it was about as close as you can get without being the person, you mm-hmm. know. And um, So I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. Now – the stage energy, right? I mean, Phil just kind of stands there now. <laughs> it ain't like how it used to be. Sure. But it, sonically, I thought it sounded pretty. Yeah, pretty it good. ain't the same band, man. I mean, like Dimebag and Vinny, those guys are the most wild ass party animal dudes in the history yeah. of heavy metal. Yeah. That's hard to replicate. So, but they can play the music, but yeah. it, ain't, it ain't Pantera. Yeah. Well, then let's let's uh, table this for uh, for uh, uh, let's let's. Pose this question. You you brought up an interesting point. Um, if you were to knock on wood, if you were to die tragically, <laughs> and vanishment had to continue on, yes, and you and they had a choice of any metal musician ever, who would you want them to replace you with? And we'll go around the room oh, and man. tell us who would you who want you. To replace me with yeah yeah who yeah, would you want to replace who would you want to replace Kevin I like this one. basically you know who it's it's kind of like the like who would you want to play you in a movie kind of no thing idea. you know who would you want oh I, know. I know who I want I got it ready yeah you got it I do all right. Uh, I'm gonna pick Dave Mustaine because it would just throw a wrench in your guys' lives and be a royal pain in the ass. Because then you'd have to be in a band with Dave Mustaine. You would make you long for the day when the super nice guy sitting over here in chair number one was around instead. You got that guy to deal with. Because even if Dave Mustaine joins a band and is now the new hired gun, it's gonna be Dave Mustaine's band. And you guys are all the hired. You are now his employee. Exactly. Gene Hoagland, it's my favorite drummer. There you go. Nice. I'll play Perfect. with that guy. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure you guys would. Enjoy I guess that. he's a good replacement for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right, I'm gonna go with. Can I go two? Sure. I'm gonna go with a local guy and then a bigger guy. So okay. I'm gonna say Eric Peterson from Testament. Yeah. One of my favorite rhythm guitar players okay. ever. He's killer, and now he's ventured into doing solos, and he's turned out pretty good at it. And then you like this one, Kirby Johnson from uh, Hempstead. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. If I had to be replaced by someone local, I would pick Kirby. Okay. I right support on. this message. <laughs> so let's kill him. and uh... <laughs> Then I'm going to put James Hetfield in the band. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, you know. What if both of you died and you had Hetfield and Mustaine in the band? Oh, <laughs> it would last 2.2 2 seconds. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Black eye. thinking my <laughs> great, yeah, yeah, great. I can't even think of anybody. You can't have too no, many cooks in that I can't. Uh, okay. I, don't oh. know, I don't know if I'm replaceable. Oh, oh. snap. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I can go along with that. Wow. <laughs> All right. You, you know one you would want to replace you? I can't. No? Okay. Well, can I'm going to pick. pick. Can All right, pick? you guys can pick. Let us pick. Let us yeah. pick. You guys I want to pick because I need to do yoga <laughs> and take care of myself in a better fashion in my older age. And I think he could show us a thing or two about slapping the bass. He can see, <laughs> the bass better. 
That's what we need too. Uh, yeah. Thrash always. Sounds How about good Robert Chihilo's son, who's now in suicidal tendencies? He filled his dad's job. You know, he's now the dr- the bassist of of suicidal. How sick is that? Yeah, right. That's pretty, pretty, awesome. pretty yeah, cool. Right on. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, well, now all the hypotheticals are are, are uh, off the table. Um, favorite Northwest bands of all time? Mm. Mm. I got I got two again. Sorry. Okay, let's go. As well. I, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go for. I, I I came up in the hardcore scene. You know, mm-hmm. I, I played in Trial. Yep. I was. I, I loved that. I was in a band, Serenity, and the band that was. A huge influence was Undertow. Yes, I, I loved Undertow. Uh, meeting those guys and playing with them, and um, you're just, wearing an Eras T-shirt. I am wearing an Eras. Yeah, you know, old Petty Bones, my bud. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, um, at both ends, that record, man, um, the song Cedar in particular is just it spoke to me. So that uh, that that is that is it. Now for the metal side of things, I'm gonna go. With, uh, uh, forced entry. Yes. Mm. Interesting. Love, love forced entry. Uncertain Whoa. future. Yeah. Choice. Yeah. Forced yes. entry, dude. Yep. Cracking next, bro. Love. Bone cracking fever. <laughs> I love forced entry. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Rad hole, man. Yep. What a badass. I mean, I mean, you know, of course, you know, honorable mention, nevermore. Jeff Loomis is one mm-hmm. of those That's I, I was going to hold on. R.I.P. World Dane. Sanctuary. I'm mean, actually keep going, dude. But, yeah, yeah, nevermore. Yeah. R.I.P. World Dane. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, All right. I, okay. So. For me, um, when I was growing up, I would go to this record store in West Seattle. I lived in West Seattle. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a record store there called Penny Lane. Yeah. And um, Metal Church would always come over there. Cool. And so for me, it's got to be Metal Church. And that they would come over there for like I, signings or stuff? Or? No, I think, well, I don't, I was so young back then, but I think what the deal was is their manager worked at the store oh, cool. or was somehow involved with that record store. Mm-hmm. So they would be there. I would see them, you know, in the store. I was like 12 or yeah. something like that. Oh, my God. It's Metal yeah. Church. That's yeah. amazing. So it was really yeah. cool. And they're like, shut up, twerp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're Metal Church. I don't even yeah, remember right, how yeah. old I was, but yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Sir Mix-A-Lot. There you go. Sir Mix-A-Lot. Kid Sensation. All right. yeah. You got one, Chris? Well, if we're going to go with like some mainstream picks, I would say Alice in Chains and yeah. Soundgarden. Incredible. Oh, Soundgarden. Two huge ones mm-hmm. for me. For sure. All the new chain stuff is great. Of yep. course, all the old stuff is too. Um, yep. For some deep cuts, like some underground bands, um, Agalock is one I like a lot. Yes, incredible um, band. And I'm wearing a Samothrace t-shirt right really now. Really good and, doom uh, metal band, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like those guys a lot. If you want the like, long songs, go for yes, the same exactly. <laughs> Similar to Bell Witch. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Similar format. Mm. Well, I'm going to have to go with probably Alice in Chains is my absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like one of my top five bands of all time. <clears throat> I love Gary Jerry Cantrell, just his guitar playing and singing and everything. He's genius. Uh-huh. Goddamn genius. Mm-hmm. And um, for underground stuff... I really like Wolves in the Throne Room. Great band. Yeah. Like I, I went through, I'm not a serious black metal phase for a long time, and they were doing it right for a long time. And, and they used to also play in the hardcore scene in different bands back in the day, and they were a little less serious with their rituals. Sure. <laughs> and um, But yeah, we used to play shows, and they were super fun, funny guys. What so. bands were they in? Uh, they were like this band called Wolves. Okay. And it yeah. was like, 
Spray paint himself silver, like the singer. It was they were very unique. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, I used to be really into my friend's band, Teen Cthulhu. They like great a band. band. Yeah, Ride yeah. the Blade. Yeah, great yeah. album. And um, yeah, they were total bros, and they were super fun guys to hang out with. And their shows were always really fun. Do you remember a band called Tight Bros from way back? Oh when? yeah, yeah, yeah. That Yes, dude. Yeah, I saw them with Carp and Olympia. Dude, many, Carp many, is many, so many, heavy. Carp, yeah, many, see, many that's going to be one I want to add on there was oh. Carp and Melvin's. Yeah, you know, big business, all that stuff, yeah. all that stuff. Awesome, man. Well, we're talking about it. We're talking about the heaviness. We're talking about the heaviness from Seattle. So let's just go into another song by you guys. Uh, Vanishment, here's Force Compliance. You've been hearing it on Loud Local and Metal Shop. So let's go into it. It's Vanishment from the album No More Torture. You can get that now. Uh, it's Metal Shop here on The Rock.
Banishment, The Rock, that was Force Compliance, and uh, you can get, pick up the album on, uh, vinyl will be coming soon, you can get it on CD, you can get it on cassette tape, you can add them on social media. If you can't come out to a show, uh, what's what's the best way to follow you guys? Bandcamp, Bandcamp Instagram. Instagram, we try to post a lot, keep you know people engaged with us, listen to music. Yep. Right on, yep. right on. Facebook as well. Yeah, we've got faces built for radio, so look, check us out on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Really Speak hot. for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come see our influencer bodies. There you go, <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that said, we are trying to increase our YouTube presence here a little yes. bit right now. Oh, yeah, we do have a video. Just put a video out. We just put a video out. Cool. Right on. Or so dismiss the warning. Awesome, dude. Yeah. And you guys filmed that yourselves, or did yeah, someone did it ourselves? DIY, man. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it looks know. pretty decent um, for uh, doing it ourselves, and we had fun making it, and yeah. um, it came out pretty good, and edited it all, and yeah, posted it up. I mean, the age of YouTubes, you can do that crap on your own. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Uh, right on. Well, um, so we're going to go into another song uh, to end this, Door to Deceit, but before we go in... Um, do you guys have any thank yous or shout outs? Anyone that you want to, uh, you know, acknowledge um, before we, uh, you know, kick you guys out the door? Just met this guy, Kevin. Oh, cool. thanks. Nice guy, <laughs> real hospitable, brought us to a nice place. <laughs> I'll pick him. Appreciate a shout out Appreciate to it. some bands, uh, Reburied, Solicitor, you know, they're awesome. Anybody mm. else? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. No, we just... We're a DIY band. What can we say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I say... Uh, no, I'll say... any. You know, people who take the time to come and watch us play, and then they smile and get their, you know, faces melted and their ass rocked, uh, I'll say thanks to them. Yeah. Seattle Metal Family. Yeah. Yes. That, that Metal dude family. is awesome, and he comes to all our shows, and he is into it. Like, and he's rad. It's awesome. He must actually like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And he's... Yeah. And... and Seeing that enthusiasm and stuff makes you feel young again. It's good. Are you talking about one person? Yeah. Well, it's mm-hmm. like a group. It's like a crew of dudes. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I like it. And it's, yep. That's awesome. Well, uh, cheers to the Seattle uh, again, Vanishment and uh, follow them on social media and, and, and stream their music and buy it if you can. Come out to a show and check them out. Uh, they're going to be playing a bunch of rad shows. The album is called No More Torture, and uh, thanks for coming up. I think this is the first Vanishment interview you've ever done on the radio. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. My my pleasure. Um, We're going to go into Door to Deceit, but I want you all to step up and be the cheesiest radio DJ you can possibly be. (laughs) Who's going to introduce it? Who's going to introduce it? Are we ready? You ready? Um, You're ready? You're going to do it? Yeah. Let's all right. All right. So this is the way, what you got to do, okay? So I'm going to turn my mic off and give you the quick instructions. Say, you name your band, Door to Deceit, on KISW, okay? And be as cheesy morning zoo radio as possible, okay? <laughs> yeah. This is Vanishment with Door to Deceit on KISW The Rock. Can I get a big group rock? Yeah. Amazing, thank you.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.